You're listening to DraftKings Network. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Cooligans. I am here, but I am I am not solo, okay? I, as always, Christian Polanco is always here. I mean, that's just the consistency. The the I'm a I'm a solid I'm a solid player, bro. You're six out of ten, seven out of ten, <laughs> seven and a half. I'm every reliable, game. okay? You know what do they say? You have to. Uh, you don't make it if you're not playing. I don't know. You're not <laughs> yeah. healthy. You're that not playing. Worst, that was the worst of time. It's something, there's some sort I've of heard, sports analogy that fits with exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about right now that will inspi- would inspire you if I could remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but unlike Alexis, Alexis is always injured. He's always out of the game. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, the best availability. No, the best ability is availability. There That's we go. There it is. That's why we had brought you on board, Miguelito. Got you. Uh, always here for you. So welcome to a brand new episode of the Coolings. But I'm jo- joined by uh, a dear friend who who is subbing in for Alexis Guerrero's uh, uh, today, all the way from. Kansas City. I don't know if he's on the Kansas City or Missouri side, but we will confirm in just a moment. <laughs> the uh, only right please, side. everybody, big round of applause for Kevin Joe. Let's go. There's only one right side of Kansas City, and that's the <laughs> Kansas side, baby. All right? I just lost all of my following just by saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alexis. Move over, baby. Okay? You know how, like, Messi got subbed in against Cruz Azul? This is this is the sub that we're seeing right now. <laughs> this bro, is level of clutch. Is coming, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay? At the buzzer. That's um, right. Kevin, uh, Kevin Cho, thank you so much for joining me. I, I just realized that the, the thing was muted before. Do you hear that now? No, you yeah. could hear it before. Oh, we're you could good. hear it before. We're all good. We're all good. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure. I thought the volume was too low. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was good. All right, good. Um, <laughs> so the uh, a lot to go over today um, because you know we have Kevincho here and and we we could focus all our <laughs> energy on uh, on Sporting Kansas City and their playoff hopes, but we will get to that <laughs> in, okay. in a little bit <laughs> because um, when it comes to uh, you know I I you know when I got into Major League Soccer I I knew of Sporting Kansas City. I watched right. games from time to time, but now I deeply care about Sporting Kansas City <laughs> and how they affect your mental health. So it, oh it is. Oh my God. <laughs> Clip this at Sporting Kansas City. Let's go. I told they, you. They done, you've done uh, an incredible job. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's quite what a club wants to hear. You know, I'm not sure if that's they're not really growing the fan base, but uh I will take it. Thank you, Christian. Uh, yeah, that's- yeah. Yeah, I, I always I always tell people I'm like, Kevin Cho, he he's he yelled his way into my heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's quite impressive. Thank you. Wow. But because, you know, uh you know, Kevin, you've been on the show before, but uh and we all know you as as the S- the Sporting Kansas City guy, but also the Messi guy and Lionel yeah, right. Messi is now officially out of uh, of uh, playoff contention in Major League Soccer. Uh, and I haven't gotten a chance to talk to you about it, but let's just start yeah. with the fact that uh, oh, you know, and I I should be because I'm talking about Messi. Please be on the lookout later on in this show because uh, Messi in America, the new documentary that's available on Apple TV Plus. Uh, I, I interviewed the executive producer of the documentary, Scott Boggins. We're going to be, uh, uh, you'll be hearing from him in just a little bit. So I just want to just, uh, you know, get everybody's mouth watered about Lionel taste. Messi. Ooh. Yeah, a little tease. That's what we call a and tease this, in the industry, baby. It's the perfect man to do it. But um, the, Messi, uh, because when you did the show, Messi, was, it was all rumors. Right. Uh, you know, uh, but now that he, when he arrived and you you were streaming uh, into Miami matches and even that was a controversial thing. Some Ooh, people were yeah. like, "Why is he is he done with what he has to Yeah. But Lionel Messi's time uh, arriving here in Major League Soccer. What I mean for for you. Uh, who is? Uh, uh, do you have Messi tattooed on your body? You have something? Not yet. I got very, <laughs> very close, but that—that that is the next. My thing is like when he retires, and then got it, got I'll, it, got then, it. look. It, I'm not gonna be tattooing him with an Inter Miami jersey or anything wild, you know. But no, yeah, when he retires, I think. Listen, when we were talking last, if I remember correctly, I felt like I was excited, and I and I was, and I am. It's awesome. I just, no shot I would have guessed the timeline of events that happened, that happened. Right. 
And now it's been like the weirdest mixed reaction for me and other, I think some other Argentinian fans because that League's Cup start was insane and for me i was just eating it up i'm like yeah we got we got messi playing immediately he's dying he's over here getting in the faces with players and you know talking crap it was amazing he's beating I... the teams that sporting kansas city can't beat man, <laughs> it's amazing. this is what it feels like baby wow it was awesome and then I totally forgot that, uh, yeah, there is a uh, important league uh, that actually right. takes place. And I totally was not thinking about just regular season play. And then I, I will say this, guys. I don't know what's going on with Lionel Messi, but there is some suspicious activity, okay? There is – I don't understand the injury stuff. I'm. You guys talked about this a lot on your show about – the ticketing and the people being upset about, you know, pricing, which is rightly so. And then this weird, like, I'm not going to play these games because we probably overplayed them. And then also he goes back to Argentina, which is not a shock, but could be playing. It's like, what what's yeah. happening? Yeah, yeah. It's just very frustrating. <laughs> I don't know. On my yeah, end, at least. It- it's obviously you, we all care about his well-being for right. very, probably very selfish reasons. We're like <laughs> we're basically like dance for us, monkey. Yeah. You know what I mean? For it's real, just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but you know, we I, I think for MLS fans, we we don't know how long he's gonna be in this. Oh, we sort of do know how long he's gonna be in this league, and and we're like we need to to extract. Right. Every ounce of of incredible free kicks and and nutmegs and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so uh, obviously right now we're recording before uh, uh, Argentina's match against Paraguay, mm. and uh, the the rumors are he's not obviously he's not starting. That's what we've uh, that that's what the reports are saying. Um, yeah. That that Lautaro uh, Martinez and, and uh, was it Julian Alvarez are going to be. Yeah. Uh, are going to be starting together. Everybody's like, this is the first time que yeah. van a ser titulares, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's going to be the starting. Oh, if I'm we like, lose, what? do you understand <laughs> the actual chaos that will happen? Like, we're not ready if he retire. It's going to be horrible all over again. So, yeah, there is a lot of concern. I mean, I, I, after winning the World Cup, though, um, mm-hmm. in, in Qatar, it is, it is the same... I, I'm asking this question as I'm looking at a photo behind you of uh, you <laughs> holding, <laughs> holding Messi in your bo- in your bosom, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but is it is it still like a? Do you still need more from? Does Argentina need more from him? Like there's no more. There's not much more he can contribute, right? This is what this is what's so annoying about Argentinians, and I will say it, and I will not be the first one to say it. It's like. We don't understand when the we, we got it, bro. Like we don't know that point. We don't get that. It's like right, right. For me, I will say me personally. I a different beast was awakened when we lost in 2014 a final because if it was a semi final, it, it wouldn't feel the same. But like losing a World Cup final and what would have been amazing to win it against or in the home of your biggest rivals, that taste in my mouth for like the last eight years was just. Just boiling yeah. over. So every little thing he did and everything that the the country did, it was like a big deal. But then we got the Copa America, which I thought that was it, and then we won the World Cup. At that point, I'm like, we're t- I'm chilling, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. I, right now I do not. You know, I have a friend that's from Uruguay. He's like, hey, bro, we're on the come up. I'm like, you, I I hope you guys are, <laughs> goddammit. Okay, I hope you guys, I you, hope you guys destroy everyone. Okay, you You're deserve the it. To me. You deserve it, <laughs> you, baby. You've you know, earned it. <laughs> I'm starting to feel bad for my friends in yellow. You know, I've never felt that for them. And now I'm like, it's been like almost 30 years since you guys won a World Cup. That's a long time. Mm. You know, the, it's like um, that feeling. I went to uh, I went to Germany. Uh, two years ago, and yeah. uh, I went to in Dortmund, uh, and was it? Two? I don't even remember. It was a year. I, who knows? I've lost track of time. I was in Dortmund, <laughs> yeah. and I went to the 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 German uh, football museum, which Ooh. is a great, uh, a, a really awesome place. I highly recommend if anybody's ever in Dortmund uh, or catching a Dortmund game, uh, go to this museum. It's really really cool. Um, but they have a a, a section dedicated uh, for the, the German national team, ah, and great. this this 2014 World Cup is highly highly highlighted. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> they have 
you know the 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 sphere in Las Vegas, yeah. the the MSG sphere. They have one inside the museum that is like <laughs> it takes up almost the entire room, and it's just uh, videos of it's just uh, Gotze Mario scoring Gotze. over and Mario over. scoring. <laughs> they awesome. Have, they have um, uh, what is it? They have the um, uh, Mario Gotze's boot in in encased in in everything. They have pieces of the grass. Uh, <laughs> so it's just like yeah, you get to see. Uh, messy, heartbroken, over and over on this giant globe. Uh, I can't wait to visit. It's just like <laughs> probably so if you're Argentinian. Highly recommend uh, yeah, you go. You. Uh, <laughs> you go check it out. So yeah. look, th- this now that um, you know, we kind of have to wrap our uh, heads around the fact that Messi's not going to be in the playoffs. Is are the playoffs affected that negatively? I don't know. I think for us, look, we're MLS diehards. Uh, we're still yeah. going to watch regardless, but. Is is it any? Um, is it a disappointment that is it that big of a disappointment that Messi's not going to be in the playoffs, and is that going to affect the MLS playoffs in some way? Yeah, I think I wish we went back to the mentality that we had, or at least I had a little right when he was when he announced like he's coming, and it was all this big hype. A lot of people were saying, "Listen, this team is terrible." They're not going to make the, let's just be real. Their chances of making the playoffs is so minimal. And then in my head, I'm like, okay, he gets used to the team. And then next season, let's go or, you know, whatever. And then because of League's Cup and that changed our whole mindset of like, oh, he needs to be performing like a legend every match because they had that for the couple games. Then it's like, give me, gave us a weird taste. Now we're like expecting Miami in the playoffs or whatever. I I, I will say this, kind of glad that they're not in the playoffs right now because they <laughs> are not fun to watch. <laughs> no! <laughs> I mean, they are, I know unwatchable teams, okay? And that's not a, maybe that is a, I'm not going to say anything, okay? But I know bad. And they are not fun to watch. For me, personally, it's just like some of the most painful passing and just, it looks, everyone looks lost and it just looks horrible. Then I'm like, okay, they're not gonna make the playoffs. Let's relax. Let's let's fi- have this final season of like pure chaos, no messy drama. I want to see the real drama. I want to see Lucho, and I want to see you know Gazdag. I want to see these guys at least. Yeah. Ignore I the, agree. the noise. Yeah. We have to we have to um you know for for the the people that are maybe you know new to MLS or not as as invested uh, as we are like we yeah I mean we I've experienced incredible heartbreak you know yeah. watching NYCFC give get a red card in a in, in against Columbus Crew and I'm just like I, I and and it's those things where you know a lot I, and I like you always talk about this and your uh, your passion about about River Plate and you know the following MLS as long as I have I, now I get to have those days those those scars those right. like oh I no I dislike the Columbus Crew because <laughs> of blank right because they have hurt me in this particular way so mm-hmm. <laughs> so having those 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 days of of, of, of you know heartbreak and joy uh, are what build uh, MLS. Uh, character uh, in yes. in their fan base, but I, I want to ask about Sporting Kansas City because Sporting Kansas City are they're not out of the playoffs, and I think the or at least uh, the uh, possibility to, right. to qualify. The, it, it's been a, a a wild season for them, and and you you watch mm-hmm. them you know up much more up close than I think a lot of people do. So I want to give them a, a little bit of uh, you know shine to some degree, yeah. but. They the, their their last match. Um, I forgot who they played, but uh, the, the red card. Uh, oh, the it? last oh, Min- one we played. Uh, uh, RSL. RSL. The, uh, yes. RSL. Then and, and the early red card from Justin Glad, which was unreal. <laughs> Dude. I think it said it was the second earliest red card ever in I think an MLS match or something along those lines. It was that thir- at thirty seven seconds, which is. Yeah. Just so unbelievably impressive to make an error that early in the game. I don't know if game. I can do that purposely. <laughs> I would have to, you, and just call, you know, or something. I don't know. Uh, but they end up winning the game 3-2, to two, so still a little bit um, uh, scary. But it, mm-hmm. it, uh, it, it puts um, uh, Sporting Kansas City in 10th. They're one point behind FC Dallas. They have uh, one game remaining. Uh, FC Dallas has two games remaining, but uh, there's still a possibility. Uh, uh, San Jose has uh, one game remaining on 43 points, and Portland uh, as well on 43 points. So it, it's it's not impossible that 
uh, they they end up in seventh place uh, in the in the playoffs and and right. skipping that like wild card game. Um, but but if if they qualify, I mean, what is what does it mean for Sporting Kansas City season that started kind of so uh, poorly? What what would it mean in your eyes? I know, like after three months of having straight losses and <laughs> really feeling like there's no chance that we're gonna make the playoffs, and now we're on pretty much decision day, last day where we could possibly make playoffs and maybe just get destroyed by uh, St. Louis in the first round. Um, it is a very weird feeling because I'm talking to sporting fans and they're like, I, I honestly hope we don't. We just don't make it. It's so weird. And then there's some people that's like a pride thing. I just, I just want to make the playoffs so we can look good against our rivals and like, oh, well, we right. made it too. You know, it's so weird. It's just, it's a different but thing. They, I think, yeah. They don't want, they don't want uh, SKC to qualify so that what happens? They get because rid of Vermees? Because I, I don't think yeah. that's, that's happening. <laughs> that's not happening. Uh, <laughs> no. I think it's like, you know, hibernation, time to relax and not think about it. It's like, right, right, right. you know, well, I, even maybe New York is in the same situation. It's like, okay, you guys could make playoffs, right? Are you, are you guys yeah, yeah, we have okay. a chance, yeah. <laughs> it's like, sorry. Uh, you guys can make playoffs. <laughs> and, and, and then, but at the same time, you guys have had like the craziest shaky season, obviously compared to the season before and the seasons before that, that it's like, okay, we want to make playoffs because anything could happen. But then someone drops right. the stat of like, no, no team lower than like a four seed or whatever it is has made the finals. So it's like, ugh, do I really want to do like a week more right. of like getting pooped on by a, a division <laughs> rival? You know? I yeah, don't know. I, yeah. There, there is that, uh, I and mean, that's like a bigger conversation, right? About like yeah. the the expanded playoffs in, in Major League Soccer, and I, I don't necessarily, I don't. This is my biggest gripe. I don't really mind the expanded playoff. I, I don't like the. The best of three, or I don't mind the best of three in general. Mm-hmm. I don't like the best of three in the first round. Yes. We're going to be watching the best of three of the worst Cincinnati of three? against <laughs> the worst team and, and, and whatever, St. Louis. Possibly against the worst team, maybe I don't. I, maybe yeah. it's Sporting Kansas City. Who knows? But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, chill, because it could be NYCFC uh, yeah. in the Eastern Conference as well. But but why do we have three of those? Why we could potentially have three of, and then maybe you have like the underdog of like, oh, how did Cincinnati lose to NYCFC, right. or how did we even get to this third game? The Cinderella dream is what people are kind of interested in. But sure. you, yeah, you would imagine that it's it's gonna be two wins for that first place team, yeah. and it's, it, it the, the thought is that it's gonna be the least entertaining of all the playoff round so that's like my biggest issue not that i mean put all 30 teams in the playoffs right like yeah I mean, but it's just, just do champions league everyone baby <laughs> okay just up is down down is up you Who know cares? but we're not the only ones with this problem because uh like the dodgers won 100 games straight and then just lost right. their, in the playoffs their first round you know first three games the Diamondbacks, bro. <laughs> bro, you guys are not. You guys are sleeping on those Diamondbacks, bro. I haven't. I haven't even said the words Arizona <laughs> Diamondbacks in like probably twenty years, dude. Yeah, for sure. It is crazy. Yeah, and so saw, it's it's a it's not like an only ML. It's like maybe an American sport thing and and whatever. But I guess let's just not be haters too early. This could be a pure cinema, maybe. I don't know. It could be awesome. It, it, yeah. At least, I mean, at least I, I, wait. The, I, I would until love, the end. I would love to be proven wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was a fan of the single game elimination. I was also a fan of the of the two legs uh, uh, oh, playoff yeah. series. Uh, that those were also uh, really fun, and and they add the the element of goal differential and everything, and and it, it was exciting. Um, so, prove prove me wrong. But if this if these first rounds are just like a nightmare, and where it's like. Three nil, four nil victories in both matches. I'm like, all right, Tim Cook, Cut we, it. we tried it. Yeah, we need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> we we gave it a shot, but this ain't it. Totally um, agree. So, it's uh, as always. Look, uh, you know, I I, I I I'm honored always to bring you on uh, on the show because it's uh it it allows for us to uh you know get ready for the playoffs and and this fall is going to be quite exciting because. Uh, the MLS playoffs are coming very, very soon, and it's uh, it's the best time to chill, Kevin Cho. Oh, okay, yeah, 
I, you know, it allows me I know to, what's coming. <laughs> to to have you on the show and also use this button. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What? I don't, even, I don't even have to tell you to say it. I just have no, the it's right button there. right there. <laughs> because we can we can chill watching MLS playoffs. We can scream while watching MLS Cup playoffs while holding an ice cold Coors Light, bro. That is always the move. All right. So Coors Light is uh you know it's 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 Coors Light is cold lagered. I, I gotta tell. I gotta let Kevin Cho know because he may not know. Coors Light is cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. And, and that's a, the cool thing is the mountains turn blue when it's cold enough to drink. And you you live near Colorado. It's so right you, there, bro. Do you, see, do you see these mountains from where you are? <laughs> Let me see. Oh, are bro, like they're Sa- hella chill, dude. They're so chill. Are you like, How blue are those mountains right Are you now? like those Sarah Palin that can see Russia from her house? You know, anytime I step outside, it, I don't care if it's 6 a.m. right now, guys. I see those mountains. I get thirsty. I really do. <laughs> so, Coors Light is the one we choose when we need to unwind. So, when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's go. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Another reminder, be on the lookout. We're going to be talking to Scott Boggins in just a little bit, executive producer of Messi Meets America on Apple TV+. Plus. We had an uh, awesome conversation about, uh, you know, that young upstart, Lionel Messi. <laughs> yeah, I think up he has- comer, that new up-and-comer, <laughs> baby. Yeah. I think he has a future in this game. I'm you know, I think this doc is really going to open a lot of people's <laughs> eyes, really introduce them to this guy they never heard before. They're going to be like, oh, whoa, he did what? He did yeah. where? Okay. Only uh, we, so we were talking about uh, MLS uh, uh, playoffs and, and upcoming uh, decision day in, uh, yeah. in, in, in about two weeks. But I want to talk about NWSL decision day because that is going to be uh, this weekend. And you are also a, 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 a person, a streamer that, that live streams um, NWSL matches. And, and you follow the, the Kansas City Current who are going to be getting – when was the stadium getting uh, built? Uh, next Soon, season right? is – all for us, baby. New yeah, season, dude. new stadium. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I know it's really, yeah. really exciting. It's I believe it's is it the first um uh soccer specific stadium for a women's team in like That's history right. or something along those lines, F- right? It's period. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Monumental. I can't wait to to, to go check it out uh, uh yeah. someday. So I wanna talk about the the NWSL uh standings because this is, we were talking about this a little bit uh, off air before we started recording, um, but NWSL this season has been really impressive in that there's, uh, there's no team that has, uh, that has less than 20 points this season. So we haven't had like an objectively just like really, really Horrible. bad team week right. in, week out. Uh, it's been very, very competitive. And, uh, but it, it's, the league is, uh, this season, the league is so good that even the good teams, you have no idea if they're going to win on any given day. Um, right. it, and it's kind of frustrating because the, the, the playoff line is the, the, the points are so tight that you could you could literally like up until like two weeks ago, you could have been in first place. And then this weekend, not make the playoffs like yep. it's that close so we're not used to seeing anything like that uh usually but uh, kansas city obviously are it would they're they're done Done. they are officially out um but you've actually watched and and streamed a lot of the matches Mm -hmm. uh you know i I, i'm paying attention a lot to to gotham fc um they have uh their final their their final match of the season they're on 30 points and can uh, can finish as high as third um they lost recently to Portland Thorns uh and, and it's just it's one of those things where you watch some of these uh teams and you're just like bro we, you just need one win yeah. right just one <laughs> and you just and they can't they can't secure some level of of comfortability in oh, just so getting you're- 
you were starting to understand how that feels, Christian. Because <laughs> uh, I don't think just one, uh, just just one win. One it just for <laughs> just for our sanity, we just need one win. But yeah. but what has this this um season been like? Uh, watching the current uh, for you and watching NWSL and and the fact that it's uh, uh, so tight at the end of the season. What what, what are your general thoughts? Uh, 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 you know, leading into this this decision day. Well, I mean, with the current, I think I screwed myself right at the beginning because we were getting all these players, Dabinia announcement, then these like quality right. college draftees coming in. And I have to find the clip, but I swear to you, I was like, this could potentially be like PSG when they got Kylian and Messi <laughs> and all oh, these. I swear <laughs> to you. We got I, the Galacticos. Galacticos, okay. <laughs> we're about to kill these teams, dude. I was like, all we needed was one Brazilian. We got, well, then we got two later on. You know, it was like, <laughs> wow, we're gonna kill everyone. But okay, fine. It didn't. It, it it crashed and burned pretty quick. We also had a coaching change in the middle, like every other team. World Cup, all this stuff was going on, and it was very messy. So I'm not, I'm not disappointed only because I'll tell you guys this, and I'll tell you, I will talk uh, final decision day. But a lot of people ask me like, how are you not this upset? with the current as you are with sporting. Like, why aren't you putting them on the same? Oh, don't worry, I am. Uh, one club <laughs> has an in incentive to get the best players they can get, re you know, remove coaches that are not working out or, or whatever they need to do to better themselves, you know, for the future. Yeah. And another club is signing people for five, six years, uh, people that have been here for many, many, many years. Uh, and it starts to feel like it's getting old and annoying and repetitive. At least next season, if they just look like the same terrible team, sure, the the the, the temperature will rise, the pastiness sure. will go towards red. But it right now, I'm chilling. What is amazing about deadline or deadline day, not deadline day, um, kind of deadline day is decision, decision day. day. Decision day is you guys have a gap. <laughs> oh my god, we have multiple teams that could just basically go. You have that feeling where they could just talk to each other and go, hey. Um, if we tied today, we're like we're both kind of right, right. cool, right? We're good. Like we don't have to little, try too hard. A little, little collusion never hurt nobody, mm. you know? What yeah, I mean? and, and that's the weird thing because it's so close that if you if you go too hard, like oh we need to win so we know we're safe, yeah. you leave gaps. You you could have some crazy last minute game winner, just shocking, you know, results. Or if you play it too safe, you could have the same thing. It is the best thing about everything going down to a final day. We love it in every league in the world, and NWSL will not disappoint, I don't think. Yeah, and, I mean, this, and then also all the matches are, are going to be hap happening October 15th at 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Uh, right? Is that correct? Yeah, all yeah, at the same time. Yep. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be, uh, like, uh, pretty intense. I I'm going to the Gotham uh, game. Uh, Gotham are going to be playing uh, Kansas City. Yep. <laughs> I of. know. I know. Uh, I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so which should we do something funny or just chill yeah, like yeah. what are we doing <laughs> don't you know don't have too much fun out there uh, Kansas City <laughs> it's, it's Ali Krieger's last uh, you know regular right. season game potentially uh, yeah. potentially but the uh, so it, it, it's going to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, genuinely like really exciting I recommend everybody uh, 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 tune in the um, yeah th there is a uh there's just something to um, the, the I, I don't know, just the, the, the incredible. This is what I was going to ask you. Uh -huh. People asking you, like, why don't you go as hard? And this is a, this is a thing uh, Alexis and I talk about all the time that there there maybe it's a double standard. It is it is what it is. I, I think yeah. we're, we're getting to a point where um, the 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 vitriol, the criticism, um, even maybe the negativity about women's sports and and they're 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 sporting only not the fact that it's women right. playing sports you know what i mean <laughs> right it's yeah, like yeah we're getting to the point where you you know even, men can also make genuine criticisms of women playing a sport and and people are like okay he's criticizing them how they're playing right but he don't hate women okay that, that so, is a very fine line let me tell you. you you can't be lumped in because there's a lot of dudes yeah. out here that are making it look bad right. making us look bad because we're like we're just trying to say like yo it's a bad first touch and there's right. like and then some other dudes like yeah it's a bad first touch because women shouldn't be and we're like no 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 <laughs> no no no, no, no. delete delete, delete. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's not who we are. So that's the thing. It's like, you know yeah. what? I, I watch your live streams of Kansas City Current. And realistically, if you lost your mind like you do with Sporting Kansas City, that's kind of the risk you take that some people yeah. are going to be like, oh, he's another toxic, whatever. Here's a trick. So, Here's a trick. This is the easy trick. Okay. If you celebrate just as much as you go absolutely ham, right? That's that's the only thing you got to do, that. baby. If I'm over here like we're we're winning it all, baby, just like let's go, and then you know, like ten minutes later, I'm like, that's the worst pass I've ever seen in my life. You know, that we're we're good, baby. I haven't gotten thank thank the Lord, I haven't gotten yeah, yeah. that mix it's, up it's, yet. It's but. interesting because it, there was a coach I forgot who it was, but there was a coach in Europe that mm. coached in NWSL. Like I, which I, I just can't remember his name, but I re- sort of remember the quotes. And he was talking about NWSL in in a very like like oh it's so like physical and and oh. like almost like implying that there's no technical ability. Like it's just oh. it's just a bunch of kind of athletes out there, and it's and it's physical and and the fouling is hard and and stuff like mm. that. And and it makes me think about the you know even though the the women's World Cup where like. Yeah, the U.S. I mean, not to say that we don't have technical. I, I still think we have the best players in the world. Like from yeah. from like we may not have the best team right, right. now, but as far as like individual Positions. players, I th- there's few in on the Spanish national team that I would pick over uh, an American player, and and that's even some of the uh, Ballon d'Or winners, and and maybe that's a controversial take or whatever. Get but the that's smoke. you know, yeah. <laughs> it, but that's just just how I feel. Yeah. But. They're, I think in the women's game, we're we're kind of getting to the point where American soccer can can deal with some of the criticism that that the the U.S. men get of yes. like technical ability and and you know they shouldn't be playing multiple sports when they're uh, at the youth level and blah True. blah blah. But yeah, it's I think it's kind of a good sign that we we can hear that about. The women's game as well, where, where the, the standard is being raised at, to, to such a high level where, yeah, you, we, we, we're going to need to have uh, an American, you know, Dabinia that can like right. really shine with the bar. Maybe that's Trinity Rodman now, but maybe we just need like more of those. Yeah, yeah. I think a great example, because I was trying to like legitimately, I'm the first one in my family to watch women's football in, in general. I don't even it's not like. My family are like, I can't watch that. It just never was a thing at all. Like, I mean, at, up until last year, my own mother didn't even know Argentina had a women's team. Actually, for a while, we didn't. We got rid of it, sadly. But I can see the differences where, like, on the Argentinian side, there's not a lot of that that care and that anger or positivity either way, and they're just kind of, like, there. And it's very sad to see, and it's so good to see. You know, it's an awkward thing to say, but, like, you definitely need some of those people to go out and say, hey, she didn't play well this game. This is why. Has nothing to do, you know, with this person's sex or what they identify as or anything. It just has to do with their their player, their playing ability. And I think, especially because they didn't do as well as, you know, we all wanted in the World Cup, that now everyone's like, hey, we're the best, baby. Let's act like the best. We should be playing. These teams are, these countries are passing us. Let's let's get back. So I think I think it's transitioning into our league. So now our league, obviously we have some of those players on these teams, and now these fans of these players are all like, hey, this person needs to play this way or that way or whatever. It's awesome. Yeah. And before, you guys have done this way before me, but like, I'm sure there's been years of like, no real, like some people, like on a, on Reddit, I see people going, how can I find a podcast that talks in depth about, you know, women's soccer? Like you guys yeah. are up there. There's a very few amount of people that do it seriously or and, and even like in a relaxed way. It's just too either too analytical or just too goofy. No one cares about it. Uh, there's just a weird mix. So I think we're in the early stages, but this is going to sound really wild. But it was almost a good thing that they didn't play in the World Cup just to spice it up. We got young, we got young ladies that are going to be playing well. I'm saying we because I, I'm just like sneaking myself in there, like yeah, Team USA, let's go, baby, come on. <laughs> uh, I completely agree. The, the, this is going to be an an interesting weekend. Uh, you know, final matches for for Megan Rapinoe, 
for Ali Krieger. Uh, it, there's going to be heartbreak. There's going to be tears. Uh, but it's, I, I'm very, very excited about the, the, the NWSL playoffs coming up. All right, let's get to our interview uh, with Scott Boggins. Uh, so, obviously, Messi Meets America, available on Apple TV Plus right now. Go check it out. Let's hear what he has to say uh, because, I mean, nobody's more interested and excited about hearing more about Messi than Carincho is. So, <laughs> I can't here it is. Wait. Here's my conversation uh, <laughs> with Scott Boggins. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are joined by uh, a great guest. He is the uh, executive uh, pr producer of uh, Messi Meets America on Apple TV. And uh, I'm excited to talk to him uh, because this we, we've called this the summer of Messi. It's been remarkable. It's been, uh, I think, mind-blowing for, uh, especially on our show, we've been just like leading into this, like, is he coming? Is he not? And then he's here. And it's like, what is this world? What, what world are we living in? So I am here with Scott Boggins. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining me. And let, let's let's do the, yeah. the elevator pitch real quick. <laughs> This uh, documentary obviously follows uh, Messi and him being in the United States, in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, what is the, the the first sort of impressions of like getting this uh, doc out there and getting what are people going to see uh, when they watch this? Well, first of all, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. We're super excited about the series um, and Apple TV Plus. Um, it, it has been a remarkable summer. I mean, I think you encapsulated it perfectly it's been the summer of Messi. it just has um you know it's been dramatic it's been compelling like it's been a head scratcher like you just you, you like you really don't you know what happened during the league's cup you were like wait a minute what am i what are we witnessing in here it's like this team has not played together very long and yes they have the greatest of all time on the pitch you know, but, you know, they would fully admit that it it's a village, right? It takes more and you need more. And everyone on that team elevated to a level that they had not elevated to before as a team. And to see how that had been accomplished in such short order. And, you know, I'm a, with a documentary unit and we're behind the scenes. And we're just thrilled beyond belief. It's like we're capturing, we're documenting history. It's gold. Like it, I mean, it's, it's like you have, you've never seen this before. Um, and so then, you know, on top of that, on top of this magical run, they're going to Dallas, their first road game, you know, Frisco, Texas had never seen anything quite like this. They sell out in literally eight minutes. Okay. Uh, it's a packed stadium. It's hot. It's like well over a hundred degrees. I've been, I've been to Frisco. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hottest I personally have been in, whether I've been in. Um, and, I, and so we're interviewing the mayor of, of Frisco and he's just like, and he's, you know, we don't, you know, he, he puts it in terms that, you know, you know, is relatable to everyday people that they, they, you know, they are really, excited to participate and to be a part of history and right. so that to me has been uh sort of the most remarkable uh aspect of this whole thing yeah and you got to be uh it, get to witness those incredible moments i mean the the free kick against uh cruz azul i mean that uh, the, the way we got sort of introduced to messi's magic uh capturing something like that is is exciting but then i'm sure you're also capturing the, what beckham's reaction the the moss family's reaction the 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 celebrities that are uh, that are at the game so when it comes to the 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 circus around messi i'm curious about how you sort of uh, uh capture that how you felt about it i mean i don't know if you went to uh you know publics with with messi to, to go uh, grocery shopping with the family but he sort of changed the the sort of landscape of the sort of the way we think of sports in South Florida with like absolute, you know, madness, of, you know, for, with people around him. Did, was there ever a moment that you felt like genuinely, I don't know, uncomfortable with or, or worried about your safety when it came to the rabid fans around him? You know, the fans are passionate. They love the game, you know, and so 
you know, I was, there was never any, any uh, thought of that. It was, it was, it was really, it was amazing to, I've never experienced something like this before. And I had been to a lot of different sporting events. I've been to Olympic games and um, I've been to uh, NBA championships and, you know, I've even been to Ryder cups and that can get pretty, you know, <laughs> pretty passionate, you know, and, but this was different. This was really different. And, and I, I've mentioned this before. It's like the first day of filming was the event where they introduced him to Miami, to the world. And that wasn't even like, it wasn't even, a, it wasn't a sporting event. It was a, it was, it was a welcome event. And the power of that moment and the feeling in that stadium was nothing I had ever experienced before. You know, it just like, like you're from South Florida, the rain was like, right, right. it was just coming down in, in buckets. You know, everyone was wet. The stage was wet. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, the field was a, was a soggy mess. And, and it didn't matter because he comes out and before he comes out, it's, you know, the entire is messy, messy. And I was, you know, in the bowels of the stadium, I could just hear the, the messy, the, 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 the thunder of it all, you know, and you couldn't, and you go out and you couldn't, you couldn't hear, you had the spotlight at him. And it was just like, I, I've never experienced anything like that. And that was day one of shooting. I was like, right. okay, well, <laughs> we got something here. I don't know where this is going, but well, I do know where it's going. It's going to go to the end of the season. I don't know how the team is going to is going to be how the team's going to go. I just know that we have this energy, this power, uh, and that. And what I learned, it wasn't just happening in Miami; it was happening everywhere. I mean, everywhere. And and that was as a storyteller, just a, a, a thrill to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, it feels like uh, it's it's not just a soccer player arriving in Miami. It is a it's like people are like, oh, is the Pope here? You know, the, it, it is it is quite uh, intense. He is Argentinian, so uh, you, you don't know why his footballing <laughs> skills are like uh, as well. I'm curious. You you mentioned uh, just uh, you know you obviously uh, directed and and uh, executive produced uh, other uh, you know sports documentaries, a lot of other shows, and been a part of it. Is what what is your relationship with um with soccer and and how did this documentary kind of affect that? Did it did it help it grow or make you see the sport? in a different way. I know you've also worked on um, a documentary about Liverpool being Liverpool. Um, so what, what, what was, uh, I mean, you know, it is messy, so a, a much grander uh, figure, yeah. but but what, what did your relationship with the sport, uh, how, how was it affected? I mean, I've been really, really fortunate in my career to, to get some amazing opportunities to tell stories. And when you mentioned one of them would be in Liverpool. Uh, that was a, a very cool um project to be to be a part of this one was just completely different and you know, what i've learned through the course of my career is that you learn from every single project and i've been again very fortunate to work on you know docu follow projects in different sports and so you just take the the accumulative wealth of experience and it just gives you um experience to be able to pivot and know where you can possibly go because every project uh, is different. Every team is different. And, and in this particular case, you know, this player is magical. And, right, right. I mean, he's the best ever. And so, um, so this project was, was, uh, was, was incredibly unique and I could not be more honored to have, you know, been able to be a part of it. I mean, uh, the team that I I work with, uh, and we're you know we're turning this show around um, as a turn as a quick turnaround. Um, and Apple TV Plus has given us that opportunity. You know, there's really good documentaries that chart a season, but then air like six months later. Right, right. This this is not one of them. We are we are documenting the moment and showing people on Apple TV plus right now, what's happening right now. And I think that that that's really unique. And I think that's really powerful because it gives people real insight and understanding of, 
of a story that they're reading about. It really was the summer of messy. And so to have a six-part series then give you a whole lot more of that summer of messy, um, I'm just super proud and super excited um, that we we get we have gotten that opportunity to do that. No, well, I'm excited to relive it because it was it was great in real time, and it, it'd be uh, really cool to see you know what happened behind the scenes. You know, speaking of uh, my, my last question, the it's interesting that Messi ended up at Inter Miami, especially with you know one of the owners being David Beckham, and a, a lot of things we hear about. I, I've met David Beckham, and one of the things that's very surprising is this person who is one of the most famous people that the world has sort of ever seen is incredibly normal and and humble and 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 we hear a lot of the same uh, comments about Messi is there anything you learned about the parallels between these two people and getting to talk to them so much uh, it's a great question so you're going to see later in the series um really relatable moments priceless moments um in 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 Leo's life um, you know, we've heard that he um, is humble. We've heard uh, we've that he's a a good, a great family man, a great, a great dad. Um, we have gotten the opportunity to to capture that, and um, his he's been incredibly gracious with um, his time. Inter Miami has been incredibly um, cooperative. Um, you know, MLS have been wonderful partners. Um, everyone sees a real opportunity here uh, to to not only showcase the next chapter of a very storied career, but its impact on this country. Uh, and those opportunities don't come along every day. And and to have those partnerships. And this opportunity that Apple TV Plus has provided, uh, as you know, as 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 a person who, who produces documentaries, it's 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 all you can hope for. Right. Yeah. No. This is it's exciting. I'm you know I'm a, just a huge advocate of just the growth of American soccer, and I think this documentary is going to be a big big part of that uh, growth. We don't know how long exactly Messi is going to be in Major League Soccer, so we have to capitalize uh, as much as possible. So uh, this is uh, awesome. The the documentary is uh, available now on Apple TV Plus. So please uh, go check it out. Messi meets America. Uh, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time, Scott. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Shout out to Scott Baggins coming through on the Cooligans, talking Lionel Messi, talking Beckham and and everything. But it, it's a it, the documentary is great and and it's it is in a very interesting. You know, we get to see sort of obviously the big moments uh, as Messi's uh, been here, uh, you know, playing for Inter Miami. But there's also a lot of really really cool uh, uh, kind of behind the scenes stuff from from. Witty, Witty's in the Witty, Chris Witty. Bro, Alexis is in it. What are we? Alexis mean? is in the damn, <laughs> the damn documentary. But we get to hear from from uh, uh, Benjamin Kremaski. We get to hear from DeAndre Yedlin of like all these guys and and what it's like to play with Messi. It's like a really really cool uh, behind the scenes look at all that stuff. So uh, a lot of uh, fun. So go check it out, uh, Kevincho. Uh, before we My go, I, I just want to quickly mention the the MLS end of year awards are are coming up. I'm a voter. Yes. You, you, we've learned that you are not a voter, but no, this is, no. I'm going to, I'm going to, we are, this show's here to petition. Let's Ke go. Kevincho. Yes, please. Uh, Kevincho please. should be a voter in the MLS end of year awards because the requirement is uh, someone who, who covers, uh, covers the league and, and is, is, uh, you know, kind of obnoxious, engaged, and, obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody covers the league louder than Carincho. So <laughs> seriously, MLS, they turn me, everybody turns me down. They're like, oh, oh, it's a Kevin MLS, video. So, you yeah. know what to do. So, uh, real quick, I sent you, you know, maybe you can help me yeah. on, on, on maybe just, maybe just the first, uh, first, uh, a couple a MVP. I mean, Lucho. For me, Lucha feels like the, the 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 correct Argentinian number ten. Even though Messi <laughs> is on the ballot, and we can't yeah, vote. Yeah. For it. Uh -huh. Does it feel weird to not vote for Messi when he it, is on any ballot? Okay. No, it's actually more weird to not. I mean, it's more weird to say he's like could be MVP for playing like twenty <laughs> minutes. It's yeah, no, bro. Uh, coach of the year. This what? one, mm, I I want 
It's this is lot- impossible because I want to say I really want to say uh, what's his name in uh, uh, St. Louis. What's his name? Carnell. Uh, Carnell. Bradley Carnell. Carnell. I feel I, I, that's just I don't know. This is a newcomer me uh, feeling. I What's feel like impressive? I have to give it to him. It's like because I think the the, the I see I've seen the votes from some of the other people, and it's mm-hmm. it's either Bradley Carnell or Pat Noonan from uh, FC Cincinnati. For, for FC Cincinnati to win the supporter shield from I mean wooden spoon to supporter shield is pretty wild. Yes, uh, uh, it's a huge turnaround. So what's almost like more impressive? Uh, an expansion team finishing first in the Western Conference, or a, a, a you know a historically bad MLS team winning <laughs> the supporter shield. It's a tough choice. I, there's it's no tough, wrong yeah. decision, but I, I, it feels I, I'm I'm always generally more comfortable giving the the that award to the whoever wins the supporter shield, whatever coach wins the right. supporter shield. That but I can see Carnell uh, getting it there. Um, the I mean, what, what's the comeback player of the year? So this is an interesting one because I've seen a lot of votes for Alan Pulido. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel? I, I actually would say, yeah, because his whole the stigma around him is like he can't play a full season. He's always injured. Yeah. And this season, he, I mean, I don't know. He hasn't been out really. He bounced back, scored a lot of goals. At one point, he was like in the race for, you know, that golden boot. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for Alan for sure. Bias. Okay. But. All right. Thank you for helping me with of my course. selections. Hopefully next year you are making your own and I can help you with those. Uh, and then I'll Kevin, say like, yeah, I knew a guy. I love that. <laughs> Kevin, um, can you let people know where to follow you uh, and where to uh, keep up with you? Sure. I think everything should be Kevin Show. So Kevin CHO underscore TV. If not, it's Kevin Show Reacts. They're everywhere. I don't know. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, wherever. Until yes. everything dies off. I'm there. Go go! Uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel, uh, especially if you want to watch uh, live streams of, and watch-alongs of matches. Uh, I mean, one of the most entertaining people in the American soccer space. Huge, huge fans. Go check him out. Uh, Kevin Cho, thank you so much for thank joining you. me. Shout out again to Scott Boggins for, for coming through uh, as TV. well. Thank yeah, shout out Apple TV. Messy Meets America. Go check that out. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all the social handles. Uh, shout out to everybody watching on DraftKings Network, uh, Roku TV, Samsung, whatever, wherever you <laughs> damn watch this thing. And uh, make sure you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash soccercooligan. All right, everybody. Peace. Thank you, Kevincho. Ciao. Thank you, guys. Oh, Bye. God. <laughs> I need Major that button, man. <laughs> no better way to end this show. Take care, Thank buddy. Thank you. <laughs>